And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver-assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Good evening, welcome to New York Talks, the Robin United podcast. Um, we've got a game to talk about today that wasn't a derby, that isn't a derby, but who cares? We won a 2 0 victory uh, away at Hillsborough. Um, <laughs> uh, I've lost my voice, Ben's lost his voice. It's all gone fun. Danny will be with us in a moment, very momentarily. He's had a, like many of you, I'm sure, he's had a very long day. Um, and he'll be with us very, very shortly. But so far, we have Michael and Benjamin with us. Hello, boys. Hello. Ben, as your voice improved, when I spoke to you earlier, you were complaining. Uh, yeah, it's a little bit. Um, it hasn't. No, it hasn't. <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't at all. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, John S is with us. Can't help but thinking that maybe a bit intoxicated. What a great day. Uh, Scott Grund is with us. Thank you for joining us, Scott, John Hinchliffe, uh, J-Boy, Stephen Senior, Baza, Lynn McGarry, all joining us, and Donna, all joining us, and there's loads of you joining us uh, through YouTube. Um, yeah, as he, you are, you say, for him, school's going to be fun tomorrow. School and, and work is going to be fun for a lot of people tomorrow. Um, so, yeah, it's difficult to know where to start on this one tomorrow, so yeah. Um, we start with performance, mate. I start with performance. There's team news we need, we need to cover really at the start in a bit, but uh, we got a bit lucky. Did we, did we get lucky? I don't know. Did we? I don't think so. Can I just say that from the last podcast, my wife has told me off for swinging about on this chair, but it's so easy to look smug. <laughs> swinging about on a chair, isn't it? Eh? <laughs> um, why did we get lucky, Matt? I'm sorry. What, you know, what are you talking about? Uh, well, I'm just saying that pigs played fairly well. Could be, could be, yeah, we did. Let's we give did. the jewel if we be, for if, briefly. If we are look, looking at it from a neutral, I think we probably did. Not get lucky, but probably did. yeah, if we didn't deserve to win, I don't think. 
Well, what, I, what I would say is that we're top of the league for a reason, right? Yeah, and we're, not, we're top of the league, not because we play particularly or we play well every single game. It's when we're not playing well, we grind out results. Um, and that's why we're top by nine points. Mind the gap. <laughs> More Just than nine saying. points to some of the certain teams. Well, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, listen, I don't think we got lucky. No, I don't. I genuinely don't. I think I think we defensively we were solid. Um, maybe, mm. possibly, we would have conceded had they got a striker on pitch. But, you know, that's their problem, isn't it? No, it's not ours. So um, they didn't take the chances. And they can't moan about that. I mean, we spent all season, last season, creating loads and loads of chances, not checking them. We got what we deserved. We got relegated. They've done the same today. They got what they deserved. They got beat. Yeah. That's football. It is. So everybody were telling me all last season, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's the thing, Ben, isn't it? That I got a message from Mate Nuttall, who's a Wednesday fan, and he basically said, that's why we're top, and that's why they're eighth, because yeah. we know how to stay in a game. 100%. And they watched. I did watch it back on Sky. I didn't watch the whole game, but... They kind of said they said that you know that's what we're so good at is staying in games and then punishing with set pieces, which is true to an extent. Um, we're good at staying in games, uh, and that's mm. obviously why we're top. But I didn't like the fact that they said we punish off set pieces because I, I don't remember scoring a lot of set pieces the whole year. I don't. You can no, we've got, got like nineteen or something like that. So it's crazy. Really? We've got that many. Oh. They said I think they said on Sky yeah, it's something like yet. nineteen. Oh wow. Yeah. Um, I'm Danny, 60, Danny, Danny Ogden-Glaze is with us. Danny, how are you? <laughs> Hello, everybody. How are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're very good this evening. We are very good. Uh, on a scale of one to very drunk, how drunk are we? I'd say about a seven. <laughs> seven is a good number. I feel like, I feel like yeah. seven is a sweet spot. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, I've had a few Yeg bombs at Kimmy Park, I will admit. Um, possibility of a books fizz later on. Um, but, I mean, we've beaten Wednesday 2-0. When else can you drink other than beating Wednesday? You I'm so I mean? sorry. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. My mum's sorry for my outburst, but I've got a Mackie, so I'm all right. <laughs> ah, brilliant so let's go through some comments um, where are we Thomas Bauer, China champions two shots on goals and two goals that's all that matters um, Sean Oliver, we weren't solid defensively at all, Mick could have been 3-0 at half time if they had a about them yeah, I suppose it's certainly first half for me, I don't think any of their first half chances were clear cut. I mean, the Mendes Lang one in the second half, yes, that's fine that he should have scored that. But in the, in the first half, Ben, for me, yeah, they are. Yes, they were the better team for me in the first half. But they never threatened us really. They never threatened the goal, did they? Mendes Lang was the only player that, that kind of threatened us on that wing a little bit. They had that goal which was disallowed. Um, Apart from that, they just they had they were a better team without having. I didn't feel like we were going to concede. If that, do you know what I mean? Like I didn't feel any danger uh, mm. from them attacking. Um, so yeah, they were the better team, but they weren't threatening for goals. If that makes sense. I don't think. Anyway. Yeah, it does. Yeah. And that Mendes Lang was the second a... half. Oh my god, I could have, I, I could have buried it. Mick could have probably buried it. To be fair, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> I think Danny and Danny's state could have buried it, to be honest I'll, with you. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> I'm carrying less weight than Mendes Lang, you know. He's a big lad, isn't he? He's, He's a big lad. He's a big lad. Are we still talking about though. Mendes Lang or me? Yeah, well, <laughs> I think I could, how good he could be if he were fit. Yeah, true. Well, yeah, they'll get there. Probably, I mean, it doesn't really matter, does it? Um, going back to the start, let's go back to the, the, the lineup, Danny. Uh, 11 o'clock, the lineup gets picked up, um, and Freddie's name's on the team sheet. Uh, that took me by surprise. I think it took all the other fans by surprise. It was strange seeing his name back because it's starting 11. Yeah, it was, to be fair. I mean, I was fully expecting uh, KO to be starting. Um, but I suppose everyone's um, apprehension about Freddie starting was proven very wrong in the second half when he netted our first goal, um, which weirdly is like the exact opposite of the last time at Hillsborough, because now it's uh, Ladipo-Smith, and last time it was a Smith-Ladipo. Um, but I think the way Freddie played during the game and his contribution towards how we were pressing really showed he's committed to the team more than we thought he was. You know, because he were he were chasing after the ball, he was really pressing the ball, he wasn't really standing off like Freddie normally does. Um, but yeah, I can understand the uh, the apprehension behind Freddie starting, but he sort of proved us wrong a little bit in the second half, at least. I mean, in the, in the first half, it was. I hate to admit it, but Wednesday were the better side in the first half, mm. and in the second half we sort of had the kick up the backside that we needed. I think. Paul Warren basically said to us, we're playing like underdogs, which really made us go, you know, we'll, we need to sort sort of sends out. And after that, we sort of cracked on in the second half with ours, really. Hmm. Yeah, well, I uh, got a comment here from John S, a neutral post in one of the fan videos. And the first half, they may not post the video because nothing happened, nothing <clears> dangerous. And that, for me, that summed up the first half. I never felt hmm. threatened by him at all. Um and John Morrell, as always, with a good point. Managers live by die by their decisions today. Your manager starting Freddie was played a blinder, the gamble worked. Um, and obviously Mick and Ben will know this. Nobody else did it. I didn't put it on social media, but I was very unhappy about Freddie starting. I didn't really get it. I thought it was a massive risk to take in a game we want to win. I could I could I can understand starting 20 minutes end, get some game time in the legs. Uh, but how wrong was I? So so wrong. I thought Freddie, Freddie, both Freddie and Smith were only two players that, yes, they fed off scraps, but for the full 90 minutes, they did the jobs. Both of them did their jobs for the full 90 minutes. Oh, well, Freddie, Freddie came off a little bit early, didn't he? But, yeah, he deserves a lot of credit, Freddie, and, and it would have been very easy for Freddie to just keep his head down and play the way he had played in the past couple of games. He'd come on. But he deserves so much credit, not just for the goal. I think he had a good game as well. Ben? Yeah, I was. I, I think he played really well, obviously. Criticised him in the past, but I thought he worked hard for Freddie. I think there was a couple of things where, obviously, you know, he's, he could have done better, obviously. But I don't, I don't know if you saw it. Um, I didn't see it at the time, obviously, because just I wasn't looking at the pitch when we scored. But we scored, and then he he kind of cups his ears, <laughs> show our fans, which is just kind of deserved. <laughs> I guess. It is, yeah. Uh, but yeah, gotta love that. <laughs> yeah, Donna London. Uh, it was meant to be Nevea wore her Ladapo short today, and no idea was coming on. Brilliant, yeah. Um, so let's move on to the goal, Mick, before we talk about all these thousands and millions of other things we've got to talk about. Um, the first one was the goal, and it was 
it was very it was almost a carbon copy of the goal at Bolton earlier in the season, which Wiles ended up scoring from. Um, and we get a lot of praise for our set pieces, and I think a lot of people just assume either just pop ball into the middle of the box and Woody smashes it in. It's not like that. Our, our set pieces are good, they are clever, they're different. I know we're just saying it's the same as another one, but I was really happy, really proud of that, of that, of that set piece again. It was well worked. It's a well worked corner that one, isn't it? And they don't use it very often, but when they do, well, they've used it twice <laughs> uh, and two yeah. goals, haven't they? Um, so, so yeah, I it, yeah, I, I, I'm a bit. I struggle a bit with this set piece, this <laughs> set piece business. You know, we're like, it, it's just it's just another variation on a big, strong, physical side, isn't it? You know what I mean? That don't really have any ideas. I don't know whether I'm a bit sort of um, paranoid about it, but I, it it always feels like a criticism. You know, oh, they scored another set piece. Nineteen set pieces they scored from the city. Well, that's fine, but we scored nearly sixty goals. Uh, if you look at the percentage of goals we scored from set pieces, I can't see it being much different from anybody else's, quite frankly. Um, but you know, well, let's forget about the other fifty odd, and we'll just talk about nineteen that they scored from battering the way through somebody's defence. Um, ah, it's well worked. Great delivery from uh, from uh, Jordi Perlo. <laughs> Freddie, magic, Freddie, you know. Listen, Freddie's done what Freddie does. You know, he's yeah. been in the right place, right time, stucking it back at that. Um, and... I watched it back, yeah, and it's a good finish. Like it comes yeah. off his yeah. knee, but it's a good finish. It's yeah. a hard finish. It looks like a, a hard finish. Anyway, yeah, absolutely. Uh, David Crew is going to interrupt us and ask you what is Daniel Dunglis eating? He had Sunday dinner in pub. <laughs> 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 Right, <clears throat> I admit I had a carvery in uh, in Kimmy Park, nice. which was um, technically my lunch. Um, but because on the way home, my mum said, "Oh, fancy a McDonald's." So it's like, yeah, why not? So I went to McDonald's. What you got? Did you have uh, Did you have pork on your Sunday dinner like I did? I did. I had um, I had uh, turkey and pork. I mean, we we all agreed in the pub like you have to have pork after beating Jaffy Wednesday. You know, you have to devour pork after beating Wednesday two 0 Um But yeah, for the Mackies, I've gone for the um, for the new chicken Big Mac just to see what it's like. And and I don't know. I haven't tried the burger yet. Oh, we're gonna get a, oh first taste. Do, do you want me to try the burger on camera live <laughs> right now? I do. I'm, I I am intrigued on the on the chicken. Right. Right. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> this is this is this is not what Mick signed up for. It's New York really, yeah. exclusive. Right. Here we go. <laughs> Uh, I, th- I knew this episode was going to be out there, but I'm happy it took this turn. Well, we're incredibly professional, aren't we, on this um, on this podcast? Anybody tuning in for the first time, this is not usually what happens. Um, I mean, I mean, we used to be fair. We are usually discussing a victory, a win, but um, not food. I mean, it's not bad. Um, it's well. a bit like a um, a less crispy version of a chicken legend um, with a bit more. Like chicken to it. What would you give um, it? I give it a six, maybe out of ten. Six out of ten. I mean, uh, I mean if you're hungry and you're a little bit drunk like I am, it's a good like <laughs> stock up meal. You know what I mean? But if you fancy it after, I don't know, just like an evening meal, I'd go for a regular Big Mac. Um, but if you've had a few beers, it's a perfect substitute. That's my uh, six, out of ten. six out of ten. Six out of ten. Average. We'll give it an average out of ten. 
Good. I like it. I like it. Um, <laughs> on the Freddy finish, Daniel, stick with you for that for the Freddy finish. How many mm. times has that, that's Freddy's thing, uh, sneaking at the back post and just getting any part of his body on it? And that's what he does. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I think he scored with his knee in the end, didn't he? Um, but I mean, I will, I will admit, I actually didn't see what part of his body it came off initially because uh, I was too busy crowd surfing at the back of uh, Hillsborough's away end. Um, but yeah, it, it is a very stereotypical Freddie goal, and of course, it's Freddie who scores at Hillsborough. I had, um, I had one mate, uh, Jordan Wilkinson, who is deeply regretting not putting a bet on Freddie to score first because he said he, that he would do, but then decided against it. Uh, so Jordan. That's your fault for losing out on however many quid. Um, but I don't know. It, it almost seems like this could be the kickstart to the rest of Freddie's season. You know, he's like he's had the uh, the drama of the transfer request and he's been a bit quiet. But now that he scored at Illsbrun, excuse me, re re cemented himself as a Rotherham legend at Chef Wednesday. It could be his kickstart to the season, and you know maybe he could crack on for the rest of the season now. And I hope that he does. Um, but there is one person I want to give a shout out to, which is Nevea, who is one of my favourites. Um, and I have to admit, for a lass who was into a football who was 12 years old, she was involved with the limbs. Oh my God. She, 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 she was virtually crowd surfing, bless her. It was exceptional. And when she found, because we, we, we all thought it was Chia who scored first, right? And as soon as she learned it, uh, it were um, it was Freddie. She were off. She she were going mental that it was Freddie who scored. Um, but yeah, fair play to Freddie who scored. Um, he loves the goal at Hillsborough, don't he? Um, and yeah, you know, your f first goal. You know, the the man who set off the limbs at Hillsborough, the first game back at Hillsborough after lockdown, and of course it's Freddie. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Of course it is, and. Like I said, very stereotypical Freddie finish off his knee. It's in. He's cupped his ear to the away fans because, of course, he has. And you have to give him credit, don't you? Brilliant stuff from Freddie. Yeah. If, he, if he's listening, which he's prob he probably isn't, but if he is, Freddie, you fair know. play. You know what yeah. I mean? Fair play. Yeah. <laughs> I think he sort of deserves that as well. You know, cause the goal I've received and... mozzarella dippers, get in. <laughs> <laughs> because the last season he didn't get that moment although it was an amazing goal and post match on Twitter and social media in a similar love he didn't get that initial a moment and I think he's maybe deserved yeah. it um, this year um, I've got one I've got a question John S I loved Freddie's face not all saying I'm just doing a job kind of goal he was happy mm. um, and yeah that's what we want him to be we want him to be happy we want him to be here uh, Power Mad UK, loads of Piggy fans moaning they had players out, um, but we still won, so be reeked. Um, the other thing we haven't talked about yet, Mick, is can we just talk about this is from J Boy? How can we talk about how much Ollie Rathbone changed the game? Um, now yeah. that was that was the halftime change. Jim Lindsay came off <clears> for Ollie Rathbone, and Ollie Rathbone was just a sensation that second half. Yeah, it was excellent. Uh, and the, I mean, we talked about it at half time. The, the, the issue in the first half, from our point of view, was that midfield. Um, we, were, we were getting a little bit overrun in midfield. And I think I think what, what they, they planned to do was it, this is in my head, and I don't know whether it's right. This is how I saw it that, that Jamie Lindsay had kind of stuck with Barry Bannon uh, mm -hmm. as he did at, 
to at New York Stadium. Uh, but that meant we were, we, were a, we were a man down in midfield and it just wasn't working at all. Uh, and as a consequence, Lindsay wasn't really in the game. Um, and, and I think that's part of um, what Paul Warren's talking about when he when he said about about giving them far too much respect. We did, you know, much as much as all the all the all the laughing and joking that I've had about Barry Bannon. Yeah, he's a good player. He is a good player. There's no question about it. He's not good enough to put a man man, man marking him. You know, it it, it 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 takes away from our own uh, own performance then, um, and that's what happened. I think in the first half, and that's why. They were they were sort of on top because we were essentially playing with ten men almost, um, mm. or you know ten and a half men because Lindsay was distracted for a lot of that time. Whereas when Ollie Rathbone came on, he didn't he, he weren't sticking to that script if if he was even given it. Um, <laughs> so yeah, mm. that's why yeah. that's why he had a better game in my view, yeah. which is not worth yeah. out really, isn't it? But no, but you know. Um, we should Thanks. mention the bad. <laughs> mention the bad part one, but a very British, it's, it's very brief part. But uh, Donny mentions the pigs throwing stuff at Chio. Uh, are they releasing the club statement? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, poor from piggies, but it's piggies. Unfortunately, what do you expect? Um, thankfully, on a positive, it seems like all the Rotherham fans have all behaved themselves. And that's really that's, that's brilliant to see. Similar, similar to the Donny game, although there were two incidents. Where we've had a local derby and everyone's just enjoying themselves. Um, whoa, 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 I'm really whoa. to see that. It's not a derby. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> local I was game. waiting for that. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, before we come on to Smithy, let's talk about our defensive record. Russ Bailey, our record is getting ridiculous. Um, zero goals conceded in the first half <clears> of the season, <throat> only five conceded on the road altogether. First thing they haven't scored a, a league in the league at home this season, only their second home defeat of the season. Um, and they put a little graphic on Sky Ben, having watched it back, where our, our defensive record after this amount of games stands up against some of the greatest teams England's ever seen. The Leeds team from the 70s, that Mourinho's team with Chelsea. Yeah. Our defensive record stands up against them. I know it's a lower level, I'm not getting ahead of myself. But that's how good the record is in EFL history. It's just amazing. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think, um, I think what did I see something about them conceding at home. Uh, oh no, them. Oh, what was it? Oh, they haven't conceded at home in what? How many games? Oh, it was a lot yeah. of games, I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a lot of games they haven't conceded. At they were home. four or five watching... without conceding altogether. And I was, um, I was watching it on Sky, and I was like, they were talking, they were talking about both. Defenses, both defenses, but yeah, both both defenses and how good they are. Uh, but yeah, that record is ridiculous. It's ridiculous, mm. and it? it's actually funny because like people think about our oh, good defense, and it's like, oh, you got a good centre back, but it like, starts from front, like pressing mm. from front and all that. Like, even you, I think uh, I can't remember who said it, but it were like last minute, and we're pressing them. Forced yeah. him into a corner still, a ninety plus summit minute, and I think that plays a big part in it. To be honest, because teams just suffocate. Um, mm. But yeah, that, that is a crazy record, ridiculous. <laughs> it is, yeah, it's brilliant. I absolutely love it. Josh Flesher had hundreds of notifications from Wednesday fans all through the week. Twitter must be down in. I'd say it must be down in Rotherham, <laughs> but I'm, my Twitter's fine. So <laughs> very strange. Uh, we should shout out to the IOFC for his Twitter 
shenanigans this afternoon after the game, post game. They have been I've, top draw, absolutely I've top got, draw stuff. I've got a bone to pick with him. I've got a bone <laughs> to you're pick ready, with him. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love his little tweet by about uh, with the, with the ratings. So. The uh, mind the gap. I was going to use that. I was going to use that in the closing credits tonight. Mind the gap. Mind the gap. The Sheffield. Day. <laughs> uh, um, and also the, the club's Twitter feed. Uh, I've had again social media team today. I played a blinder as well. Mighty not massive. Um, one of my particular favourites. Um, it's been a great. It's been a great day to be to be a Rotherham fan. It's been a great year so so far to be a Rotherham fan. Um, yeah, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant stuff. Let's move on. We've got plenty to cover tonight, but let's move on to Michael Smith, Danny. 21st goal of the season, and it probably doesn't top the Morecambe goal, but it was still a superb finish. In all honesty, I don't know how he's finished it, right? No. <laughs> because, <clears throat> because, granted, in the pub with a few pints, um, we've tried to analyse his goal. And um, again, with Jordan Wilkerson, who plays for uh, Parkgate Reserves and uh, <clears throat> for Pewterport, we don't know how he's finished it. He's <laughs> finished it from a standing start, right? The ball's come to him and he's just dinked it with his right foot. And somehow he's got the height and the velocity on it to beat Peacock Farrell. And I, I honestly don't know how he's done it. But it just goes to show how Smith is a very unique striker, how he's... It almost sounds like a disservice to uh, to call him um, jack of all trades, but a master of none. Like he's 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 not really excelling in one field, but he's good at the rest of them. You know what I mean? And I, I, it's just a very um, a very Smith goal. You know, it was the goal that we needed at the right time. We needed that goal to finish the game off, and we did because as soon as Smith scored. That entire stand opposite the the away fans emptied. Yeah, we have really. never seen a stand empty as quickly <laughs> in my life. It went from completely full to completely empty. It was hilarious. But Mike Michael Smith, twenty one goals for the season, best season as a striker. What more can you say? He has been exceptional this season, and he's managed to pull a goal or an assist or whatever out of the bag every single time. And today it was a goal that we needed. And in all honesty, I didn't see your celebration. You'll have to wait and see the vlog um, on Monday morning or Monday afternoon or whatever. But there is a moment in the vlog where people are crowd surfing. <laughs> if if you can bring the picture up on screen for the YouTube fans now, Matt, it would be fantastic. But there is a moment where people are crowd surfing. We, we don't see Smith's celebration <laughs> it was just exceptional. Um, and I mean, everybody released the pyros from the first goal, so we had no pyros whatsoever. <laughs> but but that second goal, my, my days, it, it's one of them quintessential Michael Smith goals where he's pulled it out of the bag, he's finished the game off, end of discussion, man of the match, done. Easy as that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it just it, it like where I got my comment. Yes, Jan Bieber says Smudge has been poor by his own standards uh, last few games, but he's still changed them. And I think that's more because defenders are on him, Ben. I don't think he's necessarily poor. I just think defenders have got tighter. Um, uh, and... No, I think defenders are just fouling him. I think no, that's what I mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think if you, I think if, <laughs> I think if 
Smith's shirt. Every time, if I had a pound for every time Smith's shirt was ripped, I could buy Rob them. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's ridiculous. You three quid then. But... <laughs> it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Like, um, oh, you threw me off there, mate. What was I going to say? What was I going to say? Oh, yeah, the finish. It's ridiculous. For, mm. for a man of his size to have that amount of body control is absurd. It's, yeah, it's just, it's irreplaceable in my opinion. And, uh, um, man of match. And I, I don't think his standards are dropping. I think he just, I think he's such a good player that we expect him to do so much in the game that when he does a good job, if, like, if Freddie did what he did, we'd be overpaying him. Or if Greg did what he did, or Coyote did what he did. You know what I mean? I think it's because it's Smith and we're so used to him playing so well. I think we just kind of take it for granted almost. So I don't think his, his standards have lowered that much. Um, I just think we're uh, taking it for granted mm. how good he is. Mm. Yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, we should give a shout out also, a shout out during the goal, Mick. Icky. Icky. Uh, getting his assist, getting a lovely assist. Um, yeah. Paul Ward mentioned that he thought the other day that he thought Michael Hickory had been the best player in the league one in January, but defenders don't get the credit, which is right. No. Um, defensively, didn't put a foot wrong again, and also again when you put if you put him in that in the opposition's box, it'll cause him problems. He's a really really good footballer. Forget his defensive it's, stuff. He's just yeah. a good footballer. He's got he's got a lovely pair of feet, and he really can control that ball and pick out a pass and. And, and, and some lovely touches as well. He's growing and growing and growing now um, in, into, a, into a Richard Wood for me. Um, and, and hopefully by the time Woody retires in 10 years' time, um, Icky should just about be ready to take over. Uh, but he is, he's, he's starting to grow into a leader, proper leader. But like you said, he's also got, he's got more in his locker than Woody has. He just hasn't got the experience at the moment. Um, and And... and he has. He's certainly got the potential to be a better player. I mean, that's a big call. It's a big call. Um, but he's got more. He's got more skill. He's got more ability on the ball. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, yeah. He's 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 been immense. He's been absolutely immense. But they all have back there. All a lot of them have. Wes Harding again. I'm sorry. I know I, I go on about him. I know I, <laughs> I'm a bit of a fanboy, but I, I thought he was absolutely outstanding again today. Had a really, really good game. You know, he's just solid. He's absolutely solid as a rock. So now, yeah. there you go, Icky, yeah. top man, future captain. Well, yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. Um, a couple of people, and I think it's important we do give these shout-outs as and when um, they are needed. Jan Bieber, the ref, didn't make one single controversial decision today. Secondly, he let the game flow. I have one objection to that. Go on. There was a challenge in the second half where Bannon comes in and wipes Oli Rathburn out, which should have been a free kick, yellow card minimum, but he lets the game carry on. Yeah. Now, from where we were, we in the away, and we could clearly see he's tucking legs and not the ball, right? Mm. Which should have been a yellow card, but he let the game carry on, um, which I suppose you could say ended up biting Wednesday in the arse because they ended up conceding a few minutes later. Um, but at the time, it's one of them where it's like, you know, you've not given that against us, but you've given a couple soft ones. You know, it's like, 
mm, you know you know the scales of justice you know, mm, you know but it went all right i think the second time we mentioned the second time around we at cheltenham and it likes to let the game flow and i think that's good yeah. but i also think you're right that the, the the cost of letting the game flow means you're going to be inconsistent at times yeah well, I, well, I, think well, I think you're right about that particular like you say it were all right i mean it's not had like a calamitous game or anything mm. like that but you know it, it it's it's one of them where it's like it's here or there you know it, it's done all right for a game you know letting it flow letting the game carry on but it's just one of them where it's like we've given a soft one against them but you've not given it against us you know like but overall i would say um he has been one of the better referees we've had this season you know mm. again in the game here or there but it's not like he's gone that's not a penalty but that was a soft one and we'll give the penalty you know it's mm. it's one of them for referees where you can critique critique them on little decisions but if they're consistently bad like the referee that we had against Accrington um that they are quite obviously out of the depth but with this one it's like we can see what you're trying to do in hindsight but at the time it's a bit of a you know temper mm. flare um but no I, to be fair overall I have to answer the referee he has done very well today because it was a derby and tempers were high and in, in all honesty Wednesday lost the head in, in the last 20 minutes like there was the foul on Vickers there was a foul on yeah, um, on yeah. Chio um th there are a few naughty challenges which he did pull them up for um but early in the game he didn't so it's like we can sort of see where you're coming from you know but it's the away fans who want them given straight away you know but overall I think the referee's done okay, you know, mm. which, which is a rarity this season. You know, it's a rarity, it a rarity. For, us to, for us to say, you know what, mate, you've done all right. You know what I mean? That's a rarity. Um, but yeah, I, I'd say if I <laughs> if I had to give a rating out of, out of five, I'd say a, 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 probably a three and a half out of five yeah. for the referee. You're on your it's, ratings tonight, are you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, three out of five for the referee. Not too, not too bad. Could be, could do better, which you know mm. everybody can. But three out of five, not bad. Yeah, I think that's fair. Uh, so last time when we beat Wednesday, we had a couple of clips from the um, from the game itself. Put them together into video. We haven't been able to do that. Not yet. But Russ Vernon, who does some work for the Community Lives, does his own commentary, and he has kindly provided us with his commentary. So let's all. Oh, a couple of oh this, this this is what he, he messaged me about. Come on, Russ. Come on. So here's, here's, here's the goals as from Russ. That's with the corner. And, uh, and the Dapper was stored! Freddie the Dapper was stored on Rib United! And the league leaders lead at Hillsborough! The Dapper has brought the Millers head to the lead at Hillsborough! Second star since the ending of the transfer request, and he has scored the goal for the Millers today. Again, Rotherham United still leading by a goal to as the ball comes in. There's a penalty, victory Equa. Smith! Michael Smith has made it 2 now for Rotherham United! Oh my word, what a fantastic goal from Michael Smith! Michael Iekwa with the touch from the free kick! And he fires it home! Yes, there you go. Um, <laughs> thank you very much for that, Russ. We really appreciate you sending that to us. Uh, and she, and but made the first, the first goal even sweet to Cheryl Stone points out very rightly. So did the ball go out for the corner that led to the first goal? 
Yes, it did. No, Cheryl. It didn't. I mean, that's brilliant, isn't it? <laughs> oh, just, just add that little bit of sweetness to the already beautiful little cake that we was made this afternoon. Uh, quality. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Um, let's go and give some praise to about lots of other people. Ben, let's start with Josh Vickers. Um, he had an interesting game. He didn't, he didn't make any mistakes. I think that's, I think that's the first point of call. He's a keeper. That's well, go on. I mean, he shanked it a couple of times. Oh, yeah. Um, let him, I'm going to let him off his kick. I'm gonna let, today, we're going to let that slide. Uh, you might. Ben's not. I don't know why. I would. I know, because it's an essential part. I think, yeah, uh, I think against a better team, that could be a big problem. Um the championship is going to, need to sort that out because they'll make us pay. Uh, teams will make us pay, but yeah, I mean, he made a good couple of saves. Obviously, the one on one permitted. Oh, god, excuse me, <laughs> nice. <laughs> ben, ben, I'm meant to be the drink one, but yeah, you're the one version. I'm just saying, the Mendes line one on one was uh, the horrible one on one, still has to has someone has to make the save though. Uh, made a good save from. I think with Bannon's free kick. The free kick, yeah. Yeah, he made a couple of good saves, so why not get the clean sheet and that's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> Mick, you were uh, less than... I don't know what... I'm going to let you just tell us what you thought of Vickers because I was surprised when we were talking about after the game that you weren't more glowing in your praise. Yeah, I, don't know, I, I thought he had a good game. He, he had a couple of saves to make, which he made. I, 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 I hesitate to say they were routine saves, but they weren't, you know, they weren't worldies, were they? They were, they were just good saves. Um, but but pretty much the rest of the time he, he he was as he has been for the last six games a bit of a spectator. Um, you know they did have a couple of chances like you said the one on one and uh, then a couple of shots on goal in the first half which essentially all they had to do were fall on. Um, and uh, listen, I'm not being critical of him. He's a cracking keeper. He is a cracking goalkeeper. And and as we've said many times, we're very very lucky to have him and and um, uh, Victor. Uh, as well, and, and you can't choose between them. So it's, it's not a criticism of him, or, of him at all. He did what he had to do today, and he did it well, with the exception, as Ben said, he, he, if you're being hypercritical, he's, he's shanked a couple out of uh, out of play from a, from a goal kick, but that happens regularly from just about every keeper in <laughs> every level, doesn't it? You know what I mean? So now, yeah, all right, all right. It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't happen with your answer. You're handsome. Victor's kicking is better. but he's, he's, Victor's kicking yeah. is more consistent, but Victor has got a mistake or two in him. Whereas Victor, Victor's yeah. may well have, we just haven't seen it yet, have we? Um, but the two brilliant keepers, let's not mess around. They're two outstanding keepers. Donna mentioned, Donna London, Vickers was exceptional. Uh, was always like, was, As always, was exceptional. So, uh, yeah. I agree. Uh, John S. with another comment. Uh, if that pitch wasn't like a bog, it may have been a very different game. Mm. Yeah, bad with that. I know we expect bad pitches at Wednesday, but that were awful. One of the worst pitches I've ever seen, in all honesty. <clears throat> I mean, we were still travelling on the coach when we um, when we saw the state of the pitch from the club for Twitter, and it's like, really? I've seen better pictures played at, you know, Ring of Bells against um, Cock and Fosters or whatever they're called. Um, but yeah, it's almost as if the rain has weirdly played into our favour. 
you know, because mm. th there was that chance with um, with Mendes Lang going on against Vickers one on one. He could have easily, easily equalised, but he's fluffed it. And every single person who was stood around me says it's a pitch that's done that. It's bubbled up weirdly for him. He's missed it, and Vickers has easily saved it. And it almost seems like one of them things where Wednesday have shot themselves in the foot by not looking after the pitch adequately. Um, yeah. I, I, I mean, what more can you say? I mean, Rodman have got one of the best pitches in the EFL. Wednesday, after today, have probably got one of the worst. And it's played into our favour. Got three points. Done. Easy. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Yeah, I had a Wednesday fan tell me that the pitch wasn't like that last week. Now, I've, again, been, I've been to, I've been to Willsburg quite a few times watching Rotherham. And yes, I agree it was one of the worst I've been today, but that's not far off where I expected it to be, to be honest with you. Just terrible. Just terrible. Um, the real edit, if you guys going on. Bless him. Um, Jan Bieber, this team is right in history. It is no longer up for debate. This is the best team we've had since the 60s. Um, we're not far of having those conversations. We're, uh, let's talk about where this, where this leaves us uh, in, in terms of the in terms of the competition. Um, we are now eleven points clear of third place with a game in hand, and we play before them. So we, if we win Friday, we could be fourteen points clear, having played the same amount of games. If some buts, um, that leaves us nine points clear of Wigan, but they have three games in hand. Um, ben. We mentioned this in the last episode, and we're not, it's not going to go ground, but we're just proving again that we, we just play like a team that looks like they're going to go up, like we're going to go up comfortably. Yeah, well, I mean, we didn't play the best today, and we won 2 0. So, yeah. and I don't see, um, I haven't played it, I haven't obviously, I don't watch the games, obviously, I don't watch every single game, so I can't, but I personally haven't seen a team that's near us or challenging us. It's going to be interesting on. Friday, I think it is Wigan. It's gonna be a very interesting game. Uh, that kind of decides the title, in my opinion. Um, not to put too much pressure on it, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think I, I kind of I think that I kind of whoever wins that. No, I, I think if we win, I think we almost clinch the title. But I think if they win, they haven't they haven't clinched the title. Yeah, it's on. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I think it'd be a very interesting game. But like you said. We're not playing well and we're still winning games, so and that's what champions do, as proven every single year. Hmm. By champions. Yeah. yeah. And as pointed out by many people, Nick, it's attack win your games, defence wins your titles, and our defence is ridiculous. One hundred percent. Yeah, it is and, and, and as Ben pointed out earlier on, that, that defence starts with Michael Smith and, and Freddie Ladapo or whoever's partnering um partnering Smithy up there. Um and and it's outstanding. And, and I agree that you, you look back at that 80-81 side that, that won the title, you know, with Ronnie and, and Tony Towner and the likes and the quality that we've got in this squad, the quality at the moment, it's still a potential for a lot of them. But then I guess when you look back, all those years, very few of the players in that team, that 80-81 team went on to achieve anything else after that potential wise you know in terms of in terms of going on to bigger and better things I know Jerry Forrest went off to Southampton and there were a couple that sort of went on but you always feel with this squad that we've got here 
from from goalkeeper right through to 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 the to the front that each and every one of them has got the potential to play at a much higher level consistently yeah. you know what i mean and go places so there there is a strong argument to say that this is a better squad um i feel it's probably in a better place i think it's better and this is a big call i know but i think it's better managed now a lot of that being just simply because of the passage of time and the way things have developed and and improved over the years, but I look at this management team that we've got, and I I would not, under any circumstances, swap any of them for anybody else in football. I genuinely wouldn't, you know. I, I genuinely wouldn't because because they they clearly know what they're doing. The work that they've done with this squad and the way that they've developed players, bringing players through. Uh, improving them to to be the best that they could possibly be. It, it, I don't think there's anybody else. I, well, I'm sure that I'm sure there will be somewhere, well, but for me, well, it kind of reminds you. Obviously, this is a ball club. I'm not going to say we're going to Premier League, but it kind of reminds you of what Wilder did with um, mm. United. They kept everything very, very. What's the word? You know, they didn't hire people from all over the world type mm. of thing. Obviously, I know the situation they're in now with all these owners and that, but I'm talking before that when they were in League One and Championship, it were wilder and he took a bunch of League One or League One players. To they League were League One players. players. They were <laughs> League One players. But some of them are still in Premier League. Billy Sharp oh, yeah. still scoring in Premier League. So <laughs> Championship. It kind of, uh, yeah, Championship. It, 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 yeah, it kind of reminds you a little bit of that. Or me, reminds me a little bit of that. I'm not saying we're going to Premier League, but you never know. Well, yeah, I think I, I think the only difference is. I was just saying, I just said I don't think we're going to the Premier League, but I mean, every time we're in Championship, I said if we have a goal scorer, we're in playoffs. Mm. So, yeah. It's crazy. Um, we've got a couple of things. Uh, Jan Bieber is agreeing with Mick. Um, which is surprising. <laughs> I, get, I get your surprise. Um, and Donna feels it's weird without a Mick rant. Uh, Mick, is there anything that bothered you today? The exit, the exit getting out of Hillsborough, that were horrible, as it always is. No, not really. Not really. Thought ref had a good game. I thought, I, I, I think Darren Drysdale is a good referee. So I can't rant about that. No, I, I'm 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 not I'm not ranting today. I'm smug today. I am smug. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm in the pitch. You talked about the pitch. If you want me to rant about that, that was embarrassing. I mean, I, 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 we did notice that before the game that um, uh, Georgie Kelly and Talaji Bola were doing some uh, some running up and down the touchline, so, 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 some sort of fitness test. Um, and and when Bowler ran towards the halfway line, it was literally like he was running on the beach. He left his footprints in the in the pitch. He could see his footprints all the way up and all the way down, and they didn't go. You know, this is supposed to be an elite sporting playing surface, and it's literally a field. But like you said, it's, it's always been like that. It, 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 it was literally a field. If it, if it was a field, that'd be better. Well, suppose, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I've played on better pitches. Like, oh dear. Yeah. But but it's it's always been like that down there, hasn't it? You know, for, yeah. for whatever the reason. Um, so, but yeah. 
No I would like to, to I would like to point out that Herringthorpe playing fields are better than the pitch that Wednesday had today. Herringthorpe <laughs> fields with, with 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 all with all the dog mess that's everywhere on Herringthorpe fields and the slope that's at least seventy five degrees. It was better than what Wednesday's pitch was today. Oh my days! Honestly, Ben Wiles might have gone for a mud bath, and we wouldn't have noticed the difference. <laughs> well, <yeah>. You know, <laughs> dear me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jan Bieber uh, again. What did you say? What did you say, Mum? Who ended up in a great big puddle? My mum just asked, "Who was it who ended up in a great big puddle?" And I think it was Ben Wiles. Wasn't it? it was, in the first yeah. half, yeah, he, he had one challenge more, where he got completely cleaned out and just went splash. Yeah. It's like, man, you might as well go to St Anne's Leisure Centre. You know what I mean? With the, with the amount of splash that he had, like, dear, dear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, again, getting ahead of so Lynn, that one of the biggest question when we still promotion, dare we dream of actually being a solid championship club? Yeah, uh, <laughs> we can dream, can't we? Uh, Mick, do you want to rant about the fact that they ran out of beer at halftime? Donna wants to know they ran out of beer and food at halftime. Oh, yeah. They did. Dan, do you want to stick up with the ranting for this one? Oh, I was surprised. <laughs> because obviously we had beers at, at Kimmy Park before we travelled out, and it's like, right, we can have a nice beer when we get to the ground at halftime, you know, when everything's calmed down a little bit. Got to the bar, and it's like, we've run out. <laughs> really? Like, Oh, I, I hate it when this happens at away grounds. Like, if they're not serving alcohol, all right, fair enough. You know, with with crew because of other instances, they weren't serving alcohol. But to say, oh, I've run out, it's like that's your own fault. You know what I mean? That's your own fault. You haven't prepared properly. Like to say you're a you're a championship club, you should prepare better for three and a half thousand fans. But oh, to run out of alcohol, it really annoys me. Oh, who said they're a championship club? Well, that's what the thing. That's what the thing. Come on, Danny. They're a Premier League club. (laughs) Well, (laughs) they were in 1991. Yeah, (laughs) twenty years and you've won FL. I was was twenty odd years younger than I know. Yeah, just saying. I shouldn't be drinking whiskey on this podcast, should I? Uh, Callum Gibson, we've got a squad that have pretty much been together for three seasons now, barring some big players leaving. So we have a strong core who know, who know each other in and out. And that's one of the key things, mate. You, know, you compare yourself to... Sheffield Wednesday are a good team to compare yourself to. Or, or should I say, Sheffield Wednesday should be comparing themselves to us and looking at us and seeing what we're doing and thinking, you know, that's a good idea. If they've got the right man in charge, which they clearly think they have... Um, You've got to have stability, and we are reaping the rewards of stability. Yeah, well, yeah, 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 absolutely. I've I've seen seen some Wednesday, Wednesday fans saying, "I wish we had Paul Warner's manager." Yeah, you'd have him for three weeks, and then you'd sack him. So, what's the point? You know, that's why Sunderland are in the state that they're in. That's why Ipswich are in the state that they're in. That's why that's why Wednesday are in the state that they're in. That's why a lot of these clubs who are down there are in the state that they're in. But it's not the man who's in charge of the playing side that's the problem. Mm. It's, it's the people behind the scenes who are in charge of the purse strings that are the problem, um, that, are, that are only interested in that short-term success because that short-term success brings money, brings cash in for them. Uh, they're not interested in building a sustainable club um, to, 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 you know, other than just for their own financial gain. So that's why we're lucky. Nobody else is going to give Paul Warren the amount of time he's been given to Rotherham United. Um 
but hopefully when people see what is what is what is doable if you give a manager the right manager and the right person the right amount of time then the sky's the limit you know no so, well yeah i mean it's common it's like, yeah i feel like it happens with every single manager this is the cycle right mm. you get a manager in we're going to give him time we're going to do all this new club you know we're going to new everything right a year in and he doesn't do that well well i don't know if he can cut it year two he does a little bit better but not all right we're going to sack him right so then there's a little split diagram you either sack him and you go through the cycle again or you keep going right and then you perform well and god forbid i don't i hope this doesn't happen with us but you do really well gets to about 10 years in you take you start uh taking it for granted and you can't start complaining i mean you saw it with Wenger at arsenal complaining about fourth, sacked him, now they were finishing 15th or whatever. You know what I mean? Mm. Now fourth doesn't seem so bad. So I just pray that doesn't happen with us. But yeah, it happens yeah. with every manager. Every manager is good when given time and trust, except Mourinho. Not every manager. <laughs> <laughs> except <laughs> my <everyone>. my days. <laughs> well, most managers. Most managers. <laughs> are, you, are you trying to tell me we should have given Stubbs more time? Well, listen. Well, no. Yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> oh, God. I'm, I'm ready to leave, Ben. I'm ready. <laughs> no. There's, except, there's obviously exceptions when you've got people yeah, who yeah. don't know what they're doing. Yeah. Um, no offence, yeah. Alan. <laughs> I mean, I take full offence, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, Philip Rawlinson, the sad fact is a small Still make sure our fans are worn out because we lost to Fleetwood. I know. Do you remember? Do you remember people kicking off at the Fleetwood game? Uh, but as Lim Gary sort of counterpoints that personally, our fans have been class this season. Got behind the lads, good travel support, not bad noise at home. For the most part, that is true. Um, mm. It's just the one or two people. Um, John Morell's got a question about the championship next season. We're not going to answer the championship questions yet. It's, we're not there yet. <laughs> we're not there yet. Um, <laughs> uh, YouTube user, can we have a mention about 2 2? He came on when we were 2 0 up, Danny. And he didn't have much impact in the game, but there was one moment where he was defending in the far corner and he just seemed to take three strides and was already about five foot in front of their, their player. <laughs> He's clearly got that, that, that little burst, hasn't he? Yeah, he has, definitely. You can definitely see why Warren signed him. Um, and he seems like a winger who can play both wings, which, mm. you know, with Mikel Miller being oh. a little bit sidelined at the minute, is, like I say, is very important. Mm. Um, but there was a moment later in the second half where he was battling against one of Wednesday's defenders and it's like one of our players would have gone down and he just kept going and going and going and going after the ball and it's like, this lad is serious. He is committed. Um, but it, it was quite funny because when the substitution was being made, a lot of the fans were like, who is it who's coming on? Is it Miller? Is it is it uh, um, Dauphin who's coming on? Then we saw the number seven go up and it's like, it's 2-2, two, two. of course it is. But yeah, to say this was his debut for Rotherham, I mean, he didn't really put a foot wrong or do anything exceptional, but he was very steady. And if that's his level of steady, there's a lot more to come from him this season. And I really do think he will be a real asset this season. If we're sort of lacking on that left-hand side, which we were at times when Ferguson was on the pitch, or if we need to bring Chio off for, you know, like a... Um, an out-of-breath situation, shall we say. It, it does look like he will be very good cover, and it does look like a smart move from us. And 
it could even potentially be another loan move in the Championship next season because he hasn't had a lot yeah. of loan time in the Championship because of injuries. And it's come out recently that we might want to sign Grigg on a permanent. Maybe we could get 2-2 on another loan deal next season and see where we go from there. Um, but if this is his first impression in a local derby that isn't a derby, but it technically is a derby because we're really close. But anyway, um, to say he's done that on his debut, he's done very well. I think, mm. and if he makes that sort of impact against Wigan on Friday or Morecambe next Tuesday or Plymouth next Saturday or whatever, it will be a real asset towards the end of the season. And he's one of them players where it's like, lad, go and do your thing. You know what I mean? Mm. You look the you look the business. You know, go and do it. Show us what you can do, and he will push Chio in terms of pace, crossing ability, etc., etc., and. Yeah, very smart decision in the transfer window. And now we've seen what he's about now that he's come from Arsenal. Um, what else is there to say? You know, lad, go and do your thing. Show us why you are a Miller. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's it. Show us why you are a Miller. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Um, a couple more topics. We've got, we've got about 10, 15 minutes left before we wrap up. Probably we've got a couple more topics to cover. If you haven't already, I'm going to put this in now while people are still with us. If you haven't already subscribed, I know there's loads of people watching tonight, please subscribe to YouTube. If you listen on the podcast, make sure you subscribe and give us a five-star rating while you're listening because then you'll remember. Jinnad um, ND has log- just logged in. What's up, lads? We all look sober. Then it's not. Uh, <laughs> I am definitely uh, not. I can confirm. <laughs> With this drink, uh, I can confirm I'm not sober. <laughs> uh, yes, am I the only person who thought Wednesday would never really score? We can't stop laughing. Yeah, uh, it just wasn't their day. And Bazza, Mick, I think this one's aimed at you. Wouldn't think any of the Wednesday players who played today would even make our first team, and not even Bannon. <laughs> We've got the smugness of probably not being not playing these for two more years, probably. So. <laughs> Here we go. He's a decent player, isn't it? But he ain't getting in our team. End of. He's not. So again, so you got out of mine. So again. Did I? Uh, well, I'm saying he's a decent player. He's a decent player. There's no, there's no question about that. And he's far too good to be playing in League One. But then all, all eleven of our first team are far too good to be playing in League One. Quite frankly, um, on the day. So, yeah, whatever. I suspect he'll be playing in League One again next season unless he finds another club. Yeah. He can warm our bench if he wants. <laughs> Very good. I, I, see, because we've won, that means there were not, not many Wednesday fans listening, which is which is a sort of a shame. Um, is it a shame? No. Not really. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, ben, I want to have a quick mention for Shane Ferguson because I thought we, we all, me, you and Mick talked, talked about this. I thought in the first half he really, really struggled. He was one of the key, one of the main players that really struggled in that first half. But I thought, along with Rathbone, he he was very, very positive for us in the second. Half. I don't think I'm not saying he was amazing, but he he was one of the ones that was very clearly improved upon from the first half. Mm, yeah, I think in the first half he was very poor. I, I don't know. I just every time it went to that, to that side, it was just like nothing happened. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It was just we're losing it every time. I think defensively, obviously, I'm no, I'm not a football manager, so I don't know what he was asked to do. But he just didn't like he played well. Um, 
And yeah, he did play better in the second half. He made that clearance, which I haven't watched back, but look from. He nearly put it through yeah, the stand. Close. Put it through the stand. Mm. Uh, how much power he got on it. But yeah, he was. He made the second half and just shows what happens when everyone plays. Or not everyone, but when. Oh. When. I don't have to explain it, but it just shows what happens when. Like, people play well together. That's what I was trying to say. People play well together. Because when one person doesn't play well, it can affect other people. Yeah. Uh, and I think him playing well definitely helped everyone else have less responsibility because they don't have to worry about him as much because he's not playing well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I think Ferguson, I like Ferguson a lot. I think he's, I think he's very consistent. That's why the first half was a surprise because he's been Mr. Consistent. He's not all flashy and dancing like Chio is, but he's just consistent. That's why the first half was a little bit of a surprise. Uh, I wonder if he's getting overplayed a little bit, Mick, because because he's got to. We ain't got anyone else to play with him, and maybe that's where Tutu will help. Ferguson's played a lot of minutes, more than he was probably anticipating at the start of the season. Yeah, quite possibly. I mean, I'm not sure how old he is, but he's obviously he's he's, he's obviously very experienced. Um, so, yeah, he had a bit of a he had a bit of a a, a duff first half, didn't yeah. it, let's be fair. But he, he brought it back around in the second half, and you know that that's going to happen. It's going to happen with players. You know, of 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 all abilities. I mean, Woody had a bit of a thrash at thin air in in that um, the second half, weren't it? Where he, he nearly let to, we nearly we nearly ended up conceding because he, he swung at yeah. um, at thin air. Uh, so it, it is what it is. Um, he's a good player. He's a good player, Ferguson. He's a good solid player. But it's quite clear from from the recruitment that um, that we've done that I don't think he's. Sort of a long-term um, fix for that that position, is he? I think he's just a, a kind of a stopgap until we get somebody a bit younger. Well, I don't think he's a forty-six game a season man, and that's been proven. No. We've rotated a lot, but neither is Miller. So it sort of it was working until Miller's got a, a semi-long-term mm. injury. Yeah. Um, big breaking news, or something big breaking news from Russ Vernon this time. Thank you, Russ. Friday night sold out. Friday night at New York Stadium against Wigan Athletics yes. is a complete yes. sellout. One. Aaron, I think there might be some tickets after the, uh, for Wigan, I think. Uh, but certainly from our point of view, it's a sellout. We will preview that. So we'll be back on Thursday night to preview the Wigan game. Um, one of 15 cup finals left um, under the lights at New York. It's going to be, should be, again, should be a really, really good atmosphere. I'm really looking forward to that. Really, really looking forward to that. Um Let's see. What, I'm going to, have to talk about Chio. Oh, some, some spread some love to Chio on Benny because I absolutely <laughs> love him. Honestly, I, I just love him, Danny. Everything about him today, and it didn't massively impact the game, but he's just a great guy. I love him. You've you've said it all basically. He's just an amazing person. I mean, there was a moment where. Even when he was being pelted with bottles and coins from the Wednesday fans, he still sort of got up and like weirdly smiled at them, which really riled them up. Uh, there was a moment where he won a foul and cheered at the fans, which was another thing Lindsay did as well when he absolutely um, clattered Barry Bannon in the first half. He sort of got up and cheered the fans, and it's like that is the unit we have created this season. We have created a unit of players where they are fully behind the team, you know, and with Chio. Not only did he celebrate with the fans once, he did it three times. 
<laughs> I, I, I don't know what else to say. Every He seemed really up for this game. A lot of people have said to me, he seemed in the zone for this game. Mm. Um, it might be because he missed the game last season because of his injury and he just wanted to like, put his mark on it. But I don't know, this game, he seemed different in, in a good way. He seemed really up for it. He was in for every challenge. He was in for every break forward. And what else can, what else can you say? He just seemed really, really up for it. And if that's the cheer we can expect in the derby, and we've seen the cheer we can expect in a sort of a neutral fixture, my days. I hope he signs that contract because in the championship he will be a serious force next season. My days, but just to narrow it down into to get into the into today's game, brilliant performance from Chio, one of his best performances in a militia. And like I know he didn't get his assist and he didn't get his goal. He very nearly did, um, but I, I, I don't know. It, it almost seems like one of them performances where he did everything right. But he didn't get like the the tick on the paper, you know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he didn't get the, the the assist or the goal, but everything else was spot on. And he's mm. it's, it's just hard not to like Chio. If you don't like Chio, there's some up with you. You know what I mean? Like, can, what a guy! You know, what a guy! Get him on the podcast. We need to talk to him. What a guy! Chio, come talk to us. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Liam McGarry, Chio's passion is unbelievable. Kept winding the Windsor fans up. What a player. Yes, um, yes he did. And what a guy. The, the little thing he does at the end now is, I, I cringe when other fans do it. When, when it's Chio, it's just <laughs> somehow likeable. I don't know. I like it. Um, yeah. Can someone ask for Chio's autograph and hide a three-year contract? Under <laughs> it's a great idea. It's a great idea. I like it a lot. Um, uh, Russ back, back with us. Wigan have also sold out, and that's around two thousand, uh, which is less. We we, we normally we can normally we can give up to two six, can't we? Um, apparently, we're going to be giving two thousand. I, I think I think that's the uh, the Don Street restriction that's come into it. I think we've restricted away right. fans because of that. Fair enough. Um, let's talk about another warrior uh, that we have, Ben. Um, we have Callum Gibson. Woody is a machine, even with a busted nose. Wanted to stay on for the corner, an absolutely true warrior. Sky gave him man of the match. Um, and as, as they pointed out in commentary, Ben, when you watch Richard Wood in, in the person live, you can see how good he actually is. His organization, the stuff he does away from the ball. I can't, I cannot give enough love. I much I love Chio, I cannot give enough love to Richard Wood. He is a legend. Of the club and legend of the EFL as well for me. Yeah, well, he's a legend for Wolverham for many reasons, but obviously that time at Wembley will never be forgotten. But he's just he's I think he's uh, he's off the his non-football skills is what makes him so good in my opinion. Mm. I think he's yeah. such a leader. Um, like even when he were coming having a go at fans and that, not really having a go, but you know what I mean. Right, like, yeah, like, could, no could. one else would do that. You know what I mean? It, it kind of just sets the tone for the team. Of it, just kind of sets an, an example. You know what I mean? Correct. Uh, he's. Mm. I'm going to show you how to do it, not tell you how to do it, type of thing. So, and I think he's. Yeah, I think I don't think we'd be where we are without him. Um, in the league, I think he's a massive influence on Ike and you know the young. We've got young keepers as well, so mm. I'm I'm sure he's a massive influence on them. Uh, yeah, he's just a. 
He's just the perfect, what's it called? <laughs> if you could design a footballer and his like off the field skills, you design that type of thing. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, he's amazing. Can't give enough love to. Yeah. Mick, anything to add on Richard Wood? No. No. I, he's just a star, isn't he? He's just an absolute star. And um I think like somebody's Brian Vernon's pointed out in the comments, I think he's got very, very much got the potential to be um manager hopefully um and hopefully uh, with us should warney decide he's uh, he's had enough so yeah he's uh, he's he's, he's except exceptional he's uh, richard one yeah it's inspirational isn't it? he's just that he's just brilliant yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah yeah, we all, we we should all aspire to be Richard Wood. I think that's what we should do. <laughs> uh, brilliant, Powerman UK. Did you see the inflatable pigs in the stand, Danny? Were they for you? <laughs> yes, they were. <laughs> yes, um, we have to thank uh, Donna and Nevea for them, and Tani IUFC as well. Because uh, when we were on the coach travelling down, I mean, I'm not in quite a fit state now, but travelling down to Hillsborough, I was running the bus. Um, and we had inflatable pigs in everyone's bags. You know, there was the little ones that um, Donna had, had uh, bought off Amazon. There was the bigger ones with, like, the proper um, sealable, like, like, caps to make them stay inflated, which ended up being beheaded on the side of the pitch, which was quite funny. Um but yes, they, they all came from us. We are taking full credit from that. Um, <laughs> and to see them all flying about the away end, it was so funny. Uh, when the vlog goes up tomorrow, you will see a few flying about. Um, <clears throat> and also that the the, uh, the steward and the guy on the Sky camera was also a miller because they kept throwing his back to him as well. Um, yeah, so yeah, they, they, they were our doing. And... Um, I think it did rattle a few Wednesday fans as well. Um, so objective completed. <laughs> love it, love it. Uh, we're gonna. I'm gonna play Russ's commentary again for the goals, just because I want to hear it, uh, and then we're gonna come back and wrap up. So enjoy this. That's with the corner, and uh, and the Dapper was scored. Freddie the Dapper was scored for Rotherham United, and the league leaders lead at Hillsborough. The Dapper. Has put the Millers head to the lead at Hillsborough. Second star since the end of the transfer request, and he has scored the goal for the Millers today. Again, Wallam United still leading by a goal soon as the ball comes in. There's a penalty. Victory Equa. Smith! Michael Smith has made it 2 0 for Wallam United. Oh my word, what a fantastic goal for Michael Smith! Michael Iekwa with the touch from the free kick. And he fires it home. There we go. <laughs> that picture's great, isn't it? That, that is that a fantastic picture. picture. <laughs> that, that, there's a picture of a man who doesn't really actually want to leave our football club looking at Freddie Ledapo's face in that. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Good point. That, there might be more to that uh, transfer request than meets the eye. Possibly. Possibly. Even so. Hopefully. Even so. Um, so we're going to end it there because we've got an hour and 10 minutes. What I will say, we've got a lot of people asking, so a lot, a lot of different things. So <laughs> what I'm going to ask you to do is email across. Because on 
when we preview the Wigan game, there will we will have much more time to talk about all these other little bits, other little bits which when I want to talk about Georgia Kelly, Paul Warren, just in general. There's a lot to cover. So what I would say is, anybody wants us to talk about anything specific, email rfcpod at gmail.com and we will find a way of working in more of these. Because when we only have a preview to do, we do find ourselves with a bit more time. Um, because we've run out of time to be honest with you. <laughs> we, could, we could probably stay in for another hour, but we're not going to. We're not going to. Um, so there we are. We're going to finish it there. I hope you've enjoyed your Sunday altogether. I hope we've added to that as well. Uh, if you're listening on Valentine's Day, I hope you're having a lovely Valentine's Day. Um, that's our, that's our plug. Um, we will be back, as I mentioned, on Thursday, which will be the day before. We're like back live Thursday on YouTube, but Friday morning, obviously, for the podcast. Um, and you can listen to that as you as we build up to the, one of the biggest games of the season, probably the biggest game of the season on Friday night. Uh, I'm really, 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 really looking forward to that. Uh, Danny, uh, I don't envy your hangover tomorrow. No, neither do I. Red and my mum's put books fizz in the fridge. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll let you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hope the, the vlog will be up tomorrow or very late Tuesday. It'll be up tomorrow. Trust me, it'll be up tomorrow. Yeah. Cool. Benjamin, uh, you're leaving us now. We're all leaving now. You are going to yes. watch the Super Bowl. Super Bowl! Yeah. <laughs> Egg Bowl. Did you sort out your, did you sort out your um, snacks? No, whatever. No, whatever is in house, to be fair. A spur of the moment thing. I'm not. I don't want to make a big deal of it because I'm not American. No offense to anyone that does, but it's kind of it's just it's American football game. Do you know what I mean? It's uh, who's going to win, Ben? What's your tip? What's your tip for the Super Bowl tonight? Then? Uh, well, anyone that's going to put bets on, uh, go Rams. Rams are going to win. Okay. Yeah, you're confident. Anybody, listen, anybody just audio listening, you won't be able to put a bet on. Yeah, but it won't because happened. it's already happened. Very if happy. you can, but if you've got a time machine. <laughs> go back and put the Rams on because they're going to win yeah, yes but I'm, I'm sure everyone's got a DeLorean spare you know but yeah but, but if they've got a time machine they won't need to listen to you they'll have just yeah. show the result <laughs> <laughs> it was, I'm not I don't know I don't know if you I don't, I don't know if you I don't know if you you missed it but it was a joke I don't know if you realise that uh, <laughs> I wasn't being dead to serious and, so is, is that sports almanac still in um, still in issue from Back to the Future that's my question yeah. <laughs> I don't think so um, brilliant Ben I hope you enjoy the Super Bowl uh, I don't think you'll probably not be with us Thursday will you no no I'm back in London I've got training Thursday Friday rubbish you're, you're, you're going to miss his cup final Ben Ooh. disappointing have <laughs> you seen what the um Rather the actual official IFC put on Instagram. No. They put a picture of Smith and one cup final down uh, 15 more to go. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Michael, uh, you haven't had really much of a rant today, so that's been a pleasure. I'll think of something over the next couple of days and uh, come Thursday I'll find something to moan about. I'll moan plenty between now and then, so you know what I mean? It's just what I do and. It's, you get to my age, mate. There's not better, not else to do in life other than just moan about everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I'm yeah. thirty-two and a half second that. <laughs> um, we will ask you back Thursday. If you haven't already subscribed to the YouTube channel, please do. We're on four hundred eighty-eight subscribers, and I want to get to five hundred. If we get to five hundred before the week, before the Wigan game, 
that'd be amazing. So if you haven't already subscribed, please do subscribe. Subscribe. And as Mick says, tell your friends, tell your family. And if they don't like Rob, just go onto their iPad or whatever and just subscribe to theirs as well. Again, if you're listening to iTunes, Spotify, make sure you subscribe and follow us. And if you give us a five star rating on iTunes or if you can on Spotify, sometimes it does let you, please do that as well. That would be amazing. Um, like I said, I hope we've added to your Saturday, Sunday afternoon of joy. Um, I've enjoyed <laughs> reliving it. Uh, I've got it saved on Sky, so I might even go watch it again. I'm sure my wife will love that. Um, but thank you all. Thank you very much. And we'll see you all next time. Cheers, guys. Wednesday get battered everywhere they go. Wednesday get battered everywhere they go. days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com and there it is that's as good as it gets on this stage nissan townstar ev strikes again it's an unstoppable van unstoppable Look, just fantastic you can actually see the pro pilot technology in action effortless parallel parking it moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty and with a bench full of all-star van experts there's real strength in depth here that's all-star quality search nissan townstar ev and visit your local all-star van center to see for yourself Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times.